This is Boring Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast, brought to you by the guys at flyguy.net, dbsw.net, and youtube.com slash sithlord229. Don't forget to check out dorksidetoys.com, Marvel, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, and more. Brought to you by bigbadtoystore.com, thousands of toys and cool collectibles shipping worldwide. Make sure you check out bigbadtoystore.com. Also sponsored by chowrontoys.com, all new and hard to find Lego. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? What's your operating number? Boring Conversation Anyway. Hey, this is Flyguy for Flyguy.net. This is Boring Conversation Anyway, the Star Wars podcast. Uh, and if you haven't seen the previous 46, well, you get some catching up to do. Joining me as usual from, uh, in fact, he's in a different place today, Portland, Oregon, is uh, what, Mr. DBSW.net. Hello again. Good afternoon, Star Wars fans. Also joining us from uh, the U.S. of A, uh, down in Florida, uh, Mr. Nabil Carrillo. Hello, sir. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks. We finally got you on. We've been trying for weeks, you and I, to get you back on this thing. It's really hard. <laughs> Managing oh, podcasts is not easy, but uh, thank you for persevering and joining with us again. And also from uh, my side of the point, our first Aussie friend, actually, which is really good. Um, we do have friends there in Aussie. It was the first time we managed to get him on. Uh, you'll know him on YouTube. If you don't, you should check him out anyway. Is it The Forces with Jesse? That's your YouTube handle, isn't it, mate? It is, yep. It is. It is. Thank you joining us from... Say that again? Thanks for having us, guys. No worries, no worries. And you're from Adelaide, correct? Correct. And Jesse's oh, and Jesse's Smack been mentioned on here before. He was the uh, the first one to leave us a review on our iTunes page. So we uh, we so thank what? you for that, and right. we've been uh, keeping up with you ever since then. <laughs> Cheers. Absolutely. So this is it. This is the posse for today. Four of us across the globe. Uh, we're live on YouTube. If you want a question, uh, by all means, please do send it on uh, Twitter or Google Plus. Uh, on uh, use the hashtag hashtag hash VCA podcast. Uh, this is probably not going to get anybody at the moment because we've not done some uh, good pre-publicity. But anyway, if you've got a question, ask him. We'll try and answer it. Um, look, first thing we've got to talk about uh, that I've got, and no spoilers, please, because I've not seen it, but Clone Wars. Uh, hands up who's seen it. That would be me. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Two of you. <laughs> well, look, let's... Uh, uh, Jason, let's start with you first. Uh, don't spoil it for some people because I've not seen it. But, uh, what's oh. happening? What do you think? I won't spoil it, but um, get get a box of tissues ready, Fly, because you're going to need them. <laughs> In what way? No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it changes everything. I mean, I got up first thing this morning and found it on YouTube. Luckily, um, I don't know if how long it'll last on there, but it's there. Um, yeah, this changes things in a big way, and I, I will be disappointed if this is indeed the last of the series. But I really hope it continues. Oh, there's. So many, so much more to be told. So, yeah, um, oh, yeah. sounds pretty dramatic. Yeah. Um, what you you've so seen it as well. What, what's your thoughts? Uh, I got to agree with Jesse. 
Um, yeah, no, it, it, it definitely, uh, it throws a new perspective on it. And like Jesse said, you know, I'd be sad if this was the last episode. I feel the way it left, like it was, it was definitely a really good, like closing episode. Like mm. if, if, if this were the last one, I mean, there's literally a like walking off into the sunset sort of moment at the very end. I mean, literally, um, yeah. not to spoil it, but, uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I hope it, I hope it continues, but if this is the end, it, it's a nice ending chapter. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's a great episode. I mean, it's not as epic and like action packed as like that mall uh, <laughs> arc that we just went through, but uh, yeah, some really really great stuff and some really really. I mean, like not only is the story really cool, but like just the visuals are really cool. I mean, there's there's a lot of scenes of like uh, the the courtroom and things that just feels like the Death Star. Um, yeah, which yeah, I thought yeah. was really cool. And Royal Guards, there's some Royal Guards in it too, which I really like to see. <laughs> Nabil, you've, you've, you're saying you've not seen this episode, but you've seen the episodes running up to it. Um, what's no, your no, thoughts and what do you think? Oh, you've seen it? Okay. So what do you think? <laughs> um, just like Wade and Jesse said, uh, it really had a nice ending to it. Um, I'm praying that it really you know, continues. I, I really want to see what happens. Um, and, 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 but, you know, it had a really nice ending. I think even the credits itself was really... Yeah. It was it kind of like a movie, I guess, sort of, you know. Um, you know if they tried to make it like they did with the first Clone Wars movie, it was a little bit surprising at first, and I think the ending was, I guess, kind of a little bit of a shocker for you. Um, I really thought something else was going to happen, but luckily it didn't. I'm glad for that, but... Uh, yeah, I think everybody's going to enjoy it. I think the cast did a tremendous job. And uh, here's for more Clone Wars episodes. Yeah, along that vein of the more Clone Wars episodes, uh, on Rebel Force Radio right now, they've got links up if you want to write letters to uh, Bob Iger at Disney. Um to encourage him that they pick it up and put it onto Disney XD or something for next season. Um, I encourage everybody to check out the facebook.com slash rebel force radio and find that address and write a letter to Bob Iger, letting him know that we want more clone wars. We want to see it on TV. Um, so yeah, that, and also there's a, there's a really nice article that Ashley Eckstein posted up this morning, uh, to IGN, an interview with her and how she sort of had to keep this secret for the last year and how hard it was for her being at celebration, knowing what happens and things. So that was a cool episode too. And there's no spoilers in it. I don't think there were any spoilers in it. No, actually there were. So yeah, be careful if you haven't seen it yet. You might not want to read that article yet. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, I think it's pretty clear what's happening, uh, but, uh, yeah, we won't, we won't give that away just because, yeah, a mm. chance to watch it. Um, but one thing I want to say, just when you mentioned it, we uh, had really graced by Mr. Jimmy Mack of uh, Rebel, Force, Rebel Force Radio. I keep saying Republic Forces Radio since Dave Filoni said that. But they did a great show recently. I only just caught up with it, which was an interview with Sam Whitworth. I don't know if you guys checked it out. Um <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy, what a stunning interview they did. Uh, did you catch that, Jesse? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, it was fantastic. I, it was actually attached to a... Uh, they put out a Clone Wars Declassified, and for some reason, at the end of that show through um, iTunes, that actually had that attached. So I actually heard that before they um, had it on the weekly show. I don't know, that might have just been a mistake on their part, because it was yeah. updated later. It was, it was literally... I mean, I think it was actually recorded... Uh, um, two or three weeks ago. I only just heard it, but 
the end, yeah. the, the kind of uh, the um, the acting chops this guy has got is just stunning, and, and his passion for Star Killer and you, how much he wants the game. And we basically got that kind of tease that it's sitting there, ready, waiting. The story's there; they want to do it, but well, yeah. I think we're going to get it. But uh, and, his, and his knowledge of Star Wars is great. I love listening to him talk about the Force and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's, he is uh, the ultimate. He's done his homework. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. He is the ultimate Sith guy, though, isn't he? I, I really expected to get him to do the voice of Palpatine after the um, yeah, oh, okay. Ambi was lost, but obviously they've Good announced point. Curry, so I, I Which really is another Sam Witwer would have done that because he's he's done it before, so yeah. Honestly, I didn't, and I guess this was the new guy doing it um, for this last arc, and I, yeah. I I had forgotten about that, and I didn't notice. I mean, they did it; it was a nice, smooth transition. Yeah, I it didn't really stand out to be someone else at all. I just, I didn't even really think about it. It just seemed to work pretty well. So, yeah, that's a shame. I don't know about uh, you guys, but I kind of think that he uh, he sort of has a mixture of between uh, Ian McDermott's voice and Ian Abercrombie's voice. So he's like, you know, kind of in the middle of those two. I think this new person or Sam Witwer? I just want to no, the new person. Uh, yeah, Tim yeah, Curry, yeah. I believe Tim Curry. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I think he. He sort of sounds a little bit of both. Yeah. I think, you know. To me, he sounded well-balanced out. And I'm just curious to see how uh, he's going to sound as Darth Sidious. That's going to be interesting to see. Mm. see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's a great-looking show, and as you said, I love the, the touches they had uh, with the kind of Death Star interior, Royal Guards, and so forth. Seems mm-hmm. kind of nuts to, to end the show if they were going to do it. Uh, it seems successful enough. DVD sales are high. Blu-ray sales are high. The toys sales were high, and there still is a demand for it. But uh, I have a funny feeling they might rename the show and call it something else, and hence that's maybe why it's ending as such as a chapter. But you know. well, I was just listening to the uh, the podcast Full of Sith last night, and they were talking about this, and uh, and they were talking about how when a new person comes in. Uh, and takes over, such as Disney is doing here, how they sort of, like, cut off anything that had been done previously because the new person sort of wants to put their stamp on stuff. And sure. so, like, if they were to continue it, it's still got the George Lucas Lucasfilm stamp on it. And if Disney were to take over, typically in these situations, a new owner sort of wants to put their stamp on things. And so that was sort of the argument of, like, why it might stop um, and may continue with something else or... You know, it's sort of up in the air, and I, I encourage people to go and check out. It's a great podcast, fullofsith.com. Um, it's got some really great hosts on there. And they their latest episode, they really bring up some interesting points that sort of make you look at it at, from the corporate point of view versus the, like, you know, us fanboys just wanting to see more Star Wars. I must just give a... Sh- yeah. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout-out to... Uh, apparently, I was told by a friend of mine in the UK that Jedi News is doing a bit of a podcast special on all the different podcasts around there. And they did a little post on us, so um, I haven't read it yet, but thank you to Jedi News, UK for uh, doing a little podcast splash on all the sites, and they, they gave me a little post and plug, so thanks. Oh, cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, no, it's very nice. And I think they're doing a kind of review of all the, the recent podcasts, and Phil Sith came up, uh, Star Wars Underworld, and a few others that they mentioned out there, so they're, they're, they're doing some kind of rounds on that. But, uh, yeah, it's nice to see. We should probably do more of that and post everyone else's podcast, but... It's hard keeping up. There's so much content, but never mind. Um, it's something that just got announced uh, on StarWars.com this week. A kind of weird announcement, really, in some ways, was that Steelbooks, these versions of the Star Wars Blu-ray, is just a link in the show notes if you guys haven't seen it, but it's um, 
basically a repackaging of the prequel and the original trilogy into this metallic uh, packed box. Jesse, certainly one of the things I've seen you when I've been in Australia is uh, for a long, long time, they've been really popular in GB Hi-Fi in different stores. I don't know why. Uh, but steelbooks were something that was around. And we're one of the only countries, again, Australia, France, uh, I think it's Germany and Spain of all places. Okay. Um, well, I, haven't, I haven't heard much about these. I have read a small bit about what they are and what they're doing with them. But in terms of where they're coming out, I haven't heard too much about it. So, Is it just new packaging or is there anything else different about them? Just, just new packaging. It's just the same movie. So there's nothing really uh, unique about it, but it just seems weird that the announcement on StarWars.com when they normally don't post mm. or allow us to watch any kind of international stuff, really. And yet they're saying, <laughs> this is coming out in all these countries, but not the USA. It seems to be a bit of a weird uh, week for this in the USA as well. No Clone Wars figures. Yeah. None of the movie re-releases in this packaging. What's going on? Nabil, what? Any idea? Any clue? Man, I guess it's <laughs> Do you care? I mean, I'm wondering if it's well, 20 the last bite of the cherry before they lose their, I don't know, rights, I guess you could say. Could be. Or they're just throwing everything out they can before it fully gets taken over by Disney. Who knows? Yeah, because it's Google Fox releasing it, I would assume, at this point. Yeah. Good point. Sorry, Nabil, you get cut off in amongst there. What were you saying? Nah, that your guess is pretty much as good as mine. I mean, I love steelbook covers, but um, I don't know. I mean, I just wish I knew the whole issue of why we're not getting the uh, the you know the the last Clone Wars and movie zeros. I mean, I'm sorry, movie heroes wave, and um, you know, a lot of a lot of my buddies down here, and even myself, we were all disappointed, very mad. But uh, you know, thanks to uh, you know the community of YouTube and all that stuff. We have some buddies to, to, to help us out. I mean, today in the mail, I actually got the, uh, the Darth Maul one, so uh, I'm Excellent. quite happy to have him single card and all that. I, it, it, we'll talk about them. We'll come back onto the wave because Rebel Scum have posted some decent photographs, and we can all have a look and a discussion on it. But it, it does seem really weird um, why you guys aren't getting it. You're probably one of the biggest markets. It's it's very very strange, but uh, probably <laughs> licensing money, I would gather, but. Uh, we're okay, finally getting um, a taste of what you guys put it up with. Well, pretty much. I was going to say that, pretty much. Cry me a river, boys, basically. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I've um, dealt, in my case, though, I've dealt with that before, though. Yeah, you were in Puerto in Rico case, before, yeah? Yeah, so I, I, it's like going back to that again. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> you can't get shit. You can't get anything. Um, so we'll come back and we'll talk about Clone Wars. All, that's for sure. No, I know you can't get them unless for sure. Um, I like Star the Wars pretty and slip that you threw in there, Nabil, of the uh, the movie Zeros. Uh, that was that was slick. I like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of the way I feel about that wave sometimes. They're pretty yeah. nice ears. Um, next on the list, we've got here Star Wars pinball. Do we care? I don't personally, but I just some people really love this stuff. Um, what? What about you, Star Wars pinball? Um, I had seen some pictures floating around recently of people posting pictures on Instagram, and I honestly thought it was an actual pinball game, not a, uh, a digital one. And I was pretty excited about it when I saw those pictures. Um, and then I had, I had, I literally had not heard anything until you sent me the link of what this actually was. Um, and it it looks beautiful, but I. I'm not a gamer. I don't. I don't play games. I occasionally will play a game on my iPhone for the first day or two, and then I completely lose interest in it. And so this is. I probably won't download this, um, but it looks really cool. 
Fair enough. Uh, Nabil, what about you? Pinball fan or couldn't care less? I mean, I like all that stuff, you know, um, arcade games and all that stuff, but the, the online, I, have, I, don't I don't have that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, what about you? Do you care about Star Wars pinballs? There's a couple no. of options in there. There's a Boba Fett one and a... a no, I'll be completely honest and say, no, nah, I could not care less. <laughs> <laughs> I've got time for pinball. I haven't even got time for games at the moment anyway, so. Yeah, if it were a physical yeah. arcade game, I would totally check it out if it were in an arcade or something like that. But it's, I mean, a digital one, I mean, you can do anything digital. Um, I don't know. I'm not sold on it. You know, that's, a, that's another movie zero for me. Yeah, it seems a little desperate, the license to kind of, maybe, maybe Nabil, you're right, maybe that's what I remember mentioned about the license, um, or Jesse, I think it was you. They seem to be maybe doing everything they can in the short tenure that they've got left with the license, maybe, I don't know, it just seems like, why now of all times, but, uh, you know, we're waiting for the Force Unleashed 3, we're waiting for Battlefront 3, and, and, but in the meantime, have some pinball. It just doesn't seem to work, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, another thing that's kind of... Um, no figure. Was that... What was that to be? No, I said have some pinball and no figure. <laughs> and no figure. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Bizarre combination. Um, there's been a pile of Star Wars rumors again this week. And I must admit, personally, I am bored of rumors because nothing's confirmed. It just, and it just seems a little crazy at times. But <laughs> the, one of the latest ones this week was Chloe Moritz, uh, the little girl from Kick-Ass, uh, literally, who would kick your ass. Um you know, now all grown up was the latest rumor was that she would play uh, Jaina Solo in the uh, new movies. But Star Wars rumors, um, uh, Jesse. Let's start with you. Do you care? Are you following them? What do you think? Oh, I do. I follow them, and I, I mean, I, t- I don't take anything to heart, and I never take any of it seriously because you just have no idea. We're still what two, two and a bit years away from this thing, so and. It's it's too early in too early in the process, I think, to be taking all this too seriously. And I mean, every actor out there is going to be throwing their hands up and wanting to be in these films. So, you can understand it can be taken a lot out of context, and or not so much out of context, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, makes sense. If I was an actor, I'd be throwing my hands up for it too. So, <laughs> yeah, I got. I'm the, throwing my hands up. I, I got the right build. And I got my helmet right here. I want to be a stormtrooper <laughs> for the next one. I mean, come on, sign me up, Lucas. <laughs> what do you what do you think with them? What's uh, what's your th- rumors are you following? Do you care? Um I, I listen to them when they come out, but I don't take them to heart. I mean they you know, like it, it's just rumors. At, at this point I'm just I'm just waiting for the movie to come out. Fair enough. Nabila, are you following any do you have any rumors? You get some connections to the stars, do you know more? <laughs> I know just as much as any of you guys would uh, you know. I listen to them as well, you know, I read them, I think about it, you know, I guess sometimes I'll throw out my own opinion, but I really don't believe anything until, I guess, StarWars.com really confirms it, you know? Yeah, pretty much. That's just talking about that uh, interview point of view, just so people, people don't know, um, Nabil, you also contribute to Sandtroopers.com, I think, on the YouTube channel and site, is that both? Yep. And and you've, you've done some interviews uh, recently. Say that again? No, no, that I'm currently not representing Sand Troopers. I have been. I've just taken some time away from it. Cool. But you've done some interviews recently, and uh, I just happened to stumble on this video. I didn't realize. I'm like, 
hold on, that's Nabil and Daniel Logan. So you've done some, and, and that would tell us about that interview. Was it recent? Was that something at a con you were at, or? Uh, that was back in I want to say November, more or less. Um, it was when the uh, Star Wars um, museum thing was going on, and it came here, to Florida. Um, cool. And it was at the uh, Orlando Science Center, and you know Daniel was a celebrity guest for the first weekend that it appeared. And you know Daniel and I have known each other for about a year now, so we've actually had some time to talk, hang out, you know, um, things like that. You know, at Star Wars weekend celebration six, and then down here and he's a, he's a good buddy of ours so you know we scheduled an interview and he's awesome he's, 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 he's like one of us really you're so casual I'd be literally wearing my pants right now oh my god <laughs> like, you know, but uh, you were very slick in the interview I have to say you were very cool and collected and uh, I was very impressed so uh, you're quite the interview you've done some of those in the past yeah, with uh, some stars tell us more Um, well, uh, before that interview, I did three more. My first interview was back in, right before Star Wars Weekend, so I want to say the beginning of May, maybe late April, uh, with James Arnold Taylor, and we discussed a little bit about, uh, you know, season four and all that stuff, his role as Rachel Hardeen and other characters, and, um, his thoughts about the whole mall arc, uh, so that was a really wonderful interview. After that, there was a, uh, smaller convention, um, called the Orlando Comic Expo, and uh, Richard Leparmentier, who plays Admiral Mahdi, and uh, Nalini Christian, who played uh, Farrah Sophie in uh, Attack of the Clones. Um, uh, we had the chance to sit down with them and just ask them some questions and things like that. And now I'm tempted to try and see if I can uh, ask uh, Nalini Christian again of her thoughts of, uh, you know, Barris and the Clone yep. Wars. <laughs> It's a bit fantastic. Well, let us know if you do. Uh, but uh, so definitely check it in the building. Some great reviews. Uh, I, I don't know the link to in your site, but we'll try and put a link in the show notes to some of the stuff because they're very, very cool. Did she play Nabil Clone Wars as well? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry? Nabil, do you know if she played uh, Barris in the Clone Wars as well, or was it just in the episode two? It was just an episode two. Um, she was she didn't have the chance to audition for the part because she's living, I believe, in I believe she said in Australia, and so now she's recently going to move uh, to LA so she can continue doing other work. I think gotcha. the uh, Clone Wars voice actress, her name is Meredith something else. I don't remember, but it's not. Gotcha. Okay. No worries. Well, we're just taking a quick mini break just to thank the very kind people at BigBadToyStore.com. They uh, just help us keep this thing going. Paying for some hosts and whatnot, and um, they've got some good stuff this week, actually, in a little newsletter. Uh, quite excited about one. Although, why do you need another Star Wars helmet? Did you go one? <laughs> I don't need another one, but I have to say, like, they, I mean, like, I love my bucket. These things, I mean, the, the EFX Stormtrooper helmet is badass. I love this thing. I bring it with me everywhere. I mean, I'm in Portland right now. I didn't need to bring it up here. I'm up here for work, but I brought it with me anyway. And, uh, but they're, they've got a great price on that right now. And if anybody is wanting a really le- legit Stormtrooper helmet, um, I would seriously consider picking one up from Big Bad Toy Store right now. I mean, I, I got mine off Amazon a year ago, and Big Bad Toy Store has it for about thirty to fifty dollars cheaper than what I paid for it. So, if you're interested, I would seriously check it out. Um, it's worth every single penny. Um, 
you know, I paid nearly $200 for it U.S., and it's down to almost 150 right now on Big Bad Toy Store. And I would gladly pay another $200 for another one. I mean, like, it's it's seriously badass. And I even had a couple 501st guys look at it on my way to Celebration, and they were like, yeah, you just do a couple modifications to it, and it's legit. So, yeah, I would I would encourage anybody who wants one to check one out on Big Bad Toy Store right now. I'm definitely yeah. interested in getting a helmet. <laughs> definitely <laughs> That's one of the cheapest prices I've ever seen. I bought it in the UK many years ago, and it certainly wasn't as yeah. cheap as that. So, um, and it is. It's, it's EFX. It's yeah. It's, uh, it's it's the EFX version. It's, I mean, these guys are like this is the guys that make that massive uh, Millennium Falcon and Attack kind of you know absolutely to scale and everything perfectly done mm-hmm. model. So um, yeah, they're pros. Yeah, they're pros. They are indeed. But. Um, some cool other stuff this week as well. As, I, I love the Big Bird Toy Story music because there's always kind of some, some bizarre stuff that you have never heard of from Japan. And there's a couple of weird uh, little mini baggies of uh, alien capsules that you buy. and it's um, So you get a little face hugger, like a little kind of surprise, but it's a face hugger. So uh, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the face hugger in your candy, that's a surprise. Exactly. <laughs> How ironic is that? It's like, you know, you give your little Johnny, a little kid's little face hugger, it's fantastic. Well, they, had, um, they got the Star Wars uh, Saber Ice Pop uh, kit with a cookbook. Yeah, those those are cool. I've been seeing those on uh, ThinkGeek and a couple other sites, and I've been thinking about picking them up, and I, I like the idea of you get a little cookbook with it, too. That's kind of cool. And, uh, and those, those are great popsicle sticks too. I mean, like it looks. I don't know if they light up or not, but I mean, just the fact you get a saber hilt on the bottom of your popsicle—that's that's awesome. It's kind of bizarre. So there's also some other weird stuff. There's a rota the hut in a backpack. This is just the Star Wars stuff alone. Uh, yeah. Where else we go? Transformers. Is, is is the backpack rigid on that on that hut, or is it uh, or is it like squishy as well? Do you know? I couldn't tell from the picture. I think it looks rigid. I've seen I'll one here, girl. Had one, but it looks rigid. Yeah, you want to buy one? Kind of cool. I don't know. I mean, like if I could use it as a laptop bag, that'd be kind of cool. That is pretty cool. If anyone's into Transformers, my God, this is the place you want to go. There's just a, the nuts on Transformers, and uh, they've also got that a. It's only six. How much is it? They've got. They've got a little cheaper. The Star Wars Snowtrooper just reviewed that a couple of weeks ago, but. Um, Nabil and Jesse, I don't think you're into Hot Toys, are you? Are you guys into that kind of 12-inch line for Star Wars? I uh, wish I was, but I just, uh, I've not got the budget for it. <laughs> right there with you, Jesse. What about you, Nabil? I love Hot Did Toys, but I mean, I have like one or two sideshows. And do you think the Snowtrippers one for you? That's all I've pretty much got, just the sideshows. Um... Not right now, at least. Right now, like like right now, I have on pre-order the Obi-Wan from Episode 1 and uh, Yoda. So right there, you know, a couple hundred dollars. Um, but I definitely want to add it to my collection. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I'll, I'll be reviewing it soon with my buddy that does reviews of side shows with me all the time. So uh, I'm excited to check it out in person and see all the awesome things oh, that, you know, a clone trooper or a clone trooper would have. Snowtrooper is definitely one of the, the, the best figures I have seen Sideshow ever produce. To a certain degree, all the clones recently have been a bit samey, and, and, well, the clones, of course, but in terms of the production quality, it's not been great, but Snowtrooper, they have knocked it out the park. Definitely. So uh, you can get one, see one at the store, definitely check it out. But um, 
talking about toys, uh, our good friend Kevin Gothrop could be here with us today, and we were we want to know more about this guy. He's a he's a complete. Uh, he's all in for the collection, the 12-inch Gentle Giant Jumbo Retro Vintage Figures. Uh, what a mouthful that is to say. Um, he's in love with these things, and so am I to send degree, but they're, they are a little expensive, and they're really, really hard to store. But list, this week, Gentle Giant announced, uh, if you remember the 2013 uh, Membership Guild, you can get Blue Boba. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, what, did you see this? Interested? Like it? Um... I I managed to get one of them as a Christmas present. I got the Lando. <clears throat> I was going to avoid this line, but after getting one of them, I see how cool they are in person, and I'm I'm slightly tempted to pick up some more. Um, it just brings back those Kenner, the, the the old school Kenner, you know, flashback and all that. And uh, you know, this this blue boba is cool. I mean, especially after seeing the guy who cosplayed at this as celebration. Um, I mean, he was dressed as really? a blue boba. Yeah, with the red rocket and everything. It was really funny. Um, I mean, this thing's cool. It's you know, I I have yet to pick one up. Uh, any of the others besides that Lando, but I don't know. I it, it, if if it came across it, you know, at a decent price, I might pick one up. But sort of like Jesse said with the hot toys, they're sort of out of my budget. But it's definitely cool. What about you, Nabil? Do you, would you ever go for the vintage these jumbo figures for you? I like them, and I saw a lot of them at uh, Celebration Six. Um, I don't know, you know, just like uh, Jesse and Wade, that's sort of you know tough to get in our budgets. I mean, if I see that boba for a decent deal that I know I can afford it, um, I'll, I'll definitely pick it up. I really drew my attention, um, <coughs> you know, and. It's vintage boba, you know. Why, why should we have this one in our collection? What about you, Jesse? Uh, any of these at all in your collection? I haven't, but I mean, like Wit said, if I was able to come across one for a decent enough price, I'd like, I'd love to have one in my collection just as a nice display piece. But at the moment, it's just way out of the budget, so you know, I have to give it a miss, unfortunately. Yeah. But. <laughs> It's it's pretty amazing to see. This is now the fourth version of uh, a 12-inch Gentle Giant Jumbo Boba. Uh, and someone said to me, hey, what, how, how come it's fourth? This this is the fourth. So we had one original release that came out. Uh, <laughs> then it was uh, re-released. Oh, then there's okay. a rocket-firing one, which is on pre-order. And this one is now a pre-order as well. So four times I've had this thing out. But uh, okay. it's just as, just as well, because the original version, the original Stormtrooper, Stormtrooper was re-released as well. But um, those were like Comic Con and... exclusives or something, weren't they? That's right. There were some exclusives. Okay. That's absolutely right. Um, but I think because of that, what just that point was, they, they ended up being worth three hundred, four hundred dollars on eBay. So uh, I'm very glad they released it for like seventy dollars. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're uh, they're a high price line, but um, when you consider the cost of a vintage figure itself, four hundred, five hundred dollars, they're actually cheap. So. <laughs> If you really love a figure, collect one. But um, one of the things that um, uh, Kevin had released, he was the first one to do it. He received his uh, Gamma Regan Guard version of the figure, and he looked at the back, and there was even more of these Gentle Giant figures listed there. And we've got a list in the show notes if you guys want to see them. But if any of them jump out to any of you, let me know. But to me, it's just it's such an epic-looking line. Uh, Forty or so odd figures now confirmed in this line. Snowtrooper, uh, all the bounty hunters. Does it tempt any more of you? Any of you just even more tempted because of that? Or uh, what? I think it's 
more of a oh crap like the people that are collecting them like Kevin <laughs> I, I imagine he's just thinking what the hell is going to go on with my bank account because <laughs> I mean, there's these 70 odd dollars 70 to 100 dollar toys and there's, now it's got collect all 40 I just thought, that's just so overwhelming <laughs> I know it's the space as well if they can display these things but uh... yeah yeah Thank God I have high ceilings to, you know, if I were to collect them, I could hang them way up on the wall if I had to. Nibu, <clears throat> um, <laughs> you, you've got a fair amount of toys these days. Do you uh, do you suffer from the storage problem? Are you, are you kind of running out of space, or are you still with us? I fell asleep. <laughs> the picture looks like at least it looks as if he's fell asleep. We've, we've lost Nibu. We'll come back to Nibu. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he really has. He's just not um, It's just boring conversation, anyway. Um, what do you do for storage, Whip? What do you do for? Uh, uh, you don't run in a space. You got a few of toys. I've got. Well, I mean, I, I literally keep mine in bags. I like, I mean, I don't I don't display mine the way you guys do. Um, you guys are a little bit more like the display collectors, whereas I'm. Uh, I use them. Uh, it, it's a little bit more of like a uh, like actors in my cast um, and so I keep them in bags I keep them in boxes and when I need them I pull them out um, I do have a few shelves where I have like little displays set up but I'm definitely not a carded collector so I don't have my walls lined with cards the way you guys do um, so I'm not filling them up uh, I do have a couple of unopened ones that I do display but uh you know, I, I don't run into the issues you guys have. I mean, I, I can literally, I mean, I have a box of my good guys, yeah. I have a box of my bad guys, I have a box of prequel era figures, and a box of my scum and villainy, as I call that, and that's where I put all of Jabba and his Denzians and all that in a box. So I've got boxes and boxes of them, but, you know, I can stack them up in the corner, and I pull them out as needed. Uh, so it's, it's, I like your failing system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally on the side of the box, it says scum and villainy. <laughs> what about you, uh, Jesse? You, you've got your figures proudly displayed behind you, and of course the cumbersome attacks as in where the hell do you put the thing? But yeah, what do you um, what do you do for storage? You run um, out? I don't really store anything. It's all just sort of I've just got bookshelves and bits of planks of timber screwed to the wall just so I can set them all up. And it's a bit chaotic. I'd love to have it a bit more organised one day, and maybe maybe a winter project, but. I'm starting to get over this whole carded collecting thing. Like, I've got my walls, as you can see behind me there. They're all just covering oh, wow, the walls. It does look nice, but I don't know. It's just too hard to get two of everything these days, and pre predominantly I'm a loose collector, so there may come a time where I decide to sell them off, or I don't know yet. But, um, yeah, at the moment it's just a bit of a shambles of different bookshelves and planks of woods nailed to the wall, so... <laughs> The way it goes. Need to get some nice cabinets like yours. Oh, just, it's Ikea. Yeah, <laughs> Where'd you get your cabinets? I know, it's like, it's uh, it's nothing special, it's just Ikea. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, dust is a problem I kind of have any problems. We live pretty much near a main road, and if I didn't put these things in there, they'd just be like, like dust in a minute. So, um, uh, other figures that came out, or before we get to Clone Wars, um, there was a, maybe you guys saw this, maybe you don't really care, but there was a Japanese uh, figure, I bought this stupidly, uh, online, uh, Hero Cross is the name of the company, and I get all super excited, they've got a license from Lucasfilm, 
to make these super deformed Star Wars uh, Stormtroopers and, and more apparently is on the way. But uh, they released the Stormtrooper, and I have to say it was really disappointing once you got the figure. Spent a lot of money in that thing, thankfully sold it. But, but uh, they're back with another one, a black uh, version of it. Again, probably you guys don't care, but um, any thoughts on it? Uh, these little super deformed characters? Do you, do you just stick to your three and three quarter, or do you, you quite like some of this uh, variation that Lucasfilm makes in other lines? Mm. No, you don't. <laughs> I, 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 even after hearing your bad reviews on it and things, I, this little guy just—he still calls to me. He's not—he's not in my usual oh my line of collecting. And there's there's a part of me that wants to just see one in person to see if my opinion is the same as yours on this because like I I just love seeing pictures of them. There for some reason I just think he's really cool. It, it definitely the pictures they took. That's what got me the first time. They just I thought this guy's awesome. It's fantastic, but it is so small. It's just really tiny. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you, uh, do you kind of stick to three and three quarter inch figures, uh, Jesse, or do you, do you branch it into anything else at all? Um, I no, pretty much three and three quarter all the way. Um, I do have one sideshow figure, um, and I did dabble in a bit of Marvel Universe for a bit, but it just started getting too hard to keep up with it all. So yeah, I had, yeah. I refocused, and about the new year, I decided I really need to refocus. So I'm just going to stick with the three and three quarter and be done with it, and just be happy. <laughs> what about Black Series? Does that tempt you? We talked about it before in a couple of shows, but uh, tempted by Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely tempting. Um, that may be a bit. I might be a bit selective with what I get out of there, but um, uh, once again, it all comes down to price and what they're going to sell for here in Australia. It's probably going to be yeah, a little man. bit more than what they're saying it's going to be in the US. So, that's, oh, that's, that's a given. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'd like to grab a couple because they just look absolutely incredible. But I'm just definitely going to have to be a bit selective of, of what I get and maybe just keep it limited to. Mm. One, one out of a wave or two out of a wave or something. There's a, a great article for, for any vintage heads out there. Uh, Palatoy, which was the manufacturer of uh, Star Wars Vintage, well, classic vintage collection in the UK, has uh, a great article on StarWars.com. They did a really good piece and went back and showed some of the original advertisements and competitions and cartoon strips that this company made. And I always remember them as a kid. The beautiful kind of uh, drawings and uh, it really got you excited about the toys. I don't know if you guys have a chance to check it out, but um, I don't think Kenner really did much of that in the US, or, and we'll come to you in a minute, Jesse, see if they did anything in Australia, but do you remember anything like that in um, the US? What, as a kid growing up, was it kind of, were the Kenner print advertisements like that? Looking at the images, I've never seen anything like this before, and I, I think oh. they're really cool. Like, I like, I mean, you don't see the joints on the figures, but I mean, like, you've got Luke here with the in his in his rebel uh, uh, flight uniform, and it's and it's funny because, like I said, you don't see the joints, but he's got the real rigid uh, pose, like as if he is a five point articulated figure. And uh, I I love the illustrations. You know, I can't wait to to thumb through some of these and check them out. They're they're really really cool. Um, I you know it's got that classic uh, you know old school comic book look, and it, you know it's vintage figures, the costumes, and all that. Um, I think they're really cool. What about you, Jesse? When you were growing up, um, uh, which is obviously not that long ago compared to what now, but um, was there anything Star Wars around you? What was your kind of early memories of Star Wars advertisements and toys? Because I think you probably grew up in the dark times where there was nothing really. Yeah, um, I was probably five or six years old. Um, 
oh, I was probably about six or seven or eight years old, perhaps when they first started coming out with the Power of the Force two stuff. So oh, that was God. when that was when I got into Star Wars, and that was when I was shown the movies the first time. But yeah, my memories of that are pretty bleak. I do remember when they put out. If you remember, there was a sneak preview for Episode One Mace Windu figure, and uh, there was a bit of a mail away certificate for that. The uh, grab the docket from Toys R Us and send that off. That's probably the earliest thing I remember seeing in, in stores. But um, but that was yeah. it. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I can remember as a kid just being the, you know, getting the Sears catalog or getting the Toys R Us advertisements and circling stuff and giving it to my relatives and saying, I want this and I want this and I want this. And, you know, I mean, this was 82, 83 or something, you know, and, you know, before the Power of the Force one line <laughs> had come out and things and, you know, I just I, I I love seeing those advertisements when people post them on Facebook and things because it just brings back so many memories of my childhood. No, I used to, yeah, sorry. Go for it. No, go for I, it, Jesse. I used to cut out all the toy catalogs out of all the toy catalogs from like ninety ninety nine onwards, ninety eight, like episode one stuff. I've still got like cutouts from toy catalogs with all the Star Wars stuff on it today. So, because the, and the prices haven't changed much here, so. Yeah, it's funny how that stuff does that to us. I mean, like, you're a different generation, but you're going through the exact same thing we were. Mm. You're, you're, you're right, Jesse, that point of the prices. They have not changed much here at all, have they? They've kind of... Um, uh, I think the... Uh, yeah, the, the Australian yeah. retailers here knew they could, they could keep it at that, and we'll see how it works. And, yeah, it's yeah. a shame. But, uh, Your guys' minimum wage is higher. Quit complaining. I know, I know, I know. It's good, though, when uh, you see... You Keep seeing all these things at like five dollars, five below, or something, and we're like five dollars. Oh my god, that's like <laughs> it's so cheap. Never mind. Well, talking about figures, we'll dive on to the next story, which is about the Clone Wars figures. Uh, now, I believe these are coming out in the UK, Europe, and Australia here as well, but um, not in the USA. And this is the thing that's caused a bit of the controversy. But we'll get some pictures here, courtesy of Rebel Skill who've managed to uh, grab these from Canada. And, um, look, I thought we would just take a quick look through them. We seem to have lost Nabil. I've tried to get them back on, but sorry, Nabil, thank you for joining. Hopefully we'll maybe get them back on, but um, it's a shame he wanted to talk about these. But, um, Wits, any of these float in your boat at all? Anakin, Obi-Wan, R2, Battle Droid, Fiber Frost, etc.? They're all kind not of repacks and repaints. Not a bit. Not a bit, not a bit, not at all. I, I could care less that they're not getting released here. Yeah, that's kind of the way I feel about it. But, uh, yeah. Jesse, I mean, even, if they, even if they were released here, I wouldn't pick them up. I could care less. Yeah. Especially with limited articulation as well still. But, um, yeah. Jesse, any jumping up for you? Any you really wanted to get that you haven't got? No, being all sort of repacks, I've, I've, I'm pretty sure I've got them all anyway. Just I don't really feel the need to get them again. So, yeah, I'll probably give them a miss if I do ever, ever see them in stores here. So... I'll, I'll probably give them a miss. There was a couple of slight tweaks to them. The Captain Rex, for example, not that it's a big revelation, but the Captain yeah. Rex uh, Rebel Scum noted had uh, added knee articulation and uh, a slightly different Gatling gun, which has a slight different feature on it. But apart from that, that's really pretty much it. But uh, yeah, If I'm going to get one of them, it will be that Captain Rex with the added articulation because I destroyed yeah. my last one, turning it into my realistic one. So... <laughs> You mutilated it. Very good. Yeah, this is that was slipping. badass, by the way, Jesse. Big props on that one. Yeah, I, I, re- I really enjoyed seeing the progress on that. That's what's left of the uh, old Rex there. 
Very good. Uh, and I must say, if you guys haven't out there, check out these two on uh, Instagram. Uh, we've got R2 Whitco, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, and uh, The Forces with Jesse correct. on Instagram. Yes. Yep. We'll put the links in the show notes. But, uh, you guys are really good. For, I loved your hand Solo one the other um, Jesse, the uh, multiple hand Solos, the clones. It was very good. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to be bored. I was just looking at all my figures and just sort of playing around and straightening them all up because they were falling over and I said, oh, I'll just make a photo of all, all the Han Solos, so... Absolutely. Well, real quick on these Clone Wars figures, that they said the Cody is a re-release of the older figure, but they... Uh, and it has... Um, it, it actually has ankle articulation, but they were they labeled it as uh, rocker ankles. What the yep. hell does that mean? It's um, kind of like the Mace Windu from the Clone Wars. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that Remember figure. That? I don't really collect that line. So, so the, the foot, basically you can, uh, I don't even want to hand, but the, um, we're talking it, about Cody. Uh, it, it's mega articulated. It's not, you got one there, Jason? It's not the, uh, it, is it the oh, same oh. ankle articulation that you get on usual figures? I'll see if you oh, can here we see, go, Jason. see if I can do this, but I think what they mean by rocker is the way it sort of, it can go sort of pivot in and out sideways like that. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's like got a extra... Something so it's, it's slightly different than the usual ankle articulation, but yeah. not much. Okay. Yeah, I think the way they put the pin, they put the pin in through the front of the foot, so it sort of points forward, and that gives it that sort of side to side motion. Yeah. I think okay. that's what it's, it's only been on a few figures, as far as I remember, in the Clone Wars. I've never seen it in anything realistic. Um, but I remember seeing it in the Mace Window and Kit Fisto in the Clone Wars line. They definitely got it. Okay, yeah, I was just disappointed that like all of the clones in that line have no articulation below the knees, and uh, and then like Cody gets it, and it's like yeah. if you're going to use the mold for one of them, why not use the mold for all of them? Yeah, I totally agree. I don't know why they didn't do that. Sorry, Jason. Well, that's what I thought. Just use the same legs for the rest of them. It's mm-hmm. pretty much a no-brainer, and you wouldn't get these complaints. Uh, yeah, the Cody was a great figure. He's actually really uh, pretty well articulated. There's a couple of things missing from him, but he's removable helmet, everything fantastic. But they just scrapped that mold and they haven't used it, which is a real, real shame. But uh, anyway, the uh, last link we've got in the show notes that I've got is um, if you ever go to the Isles and you can never find figures, uh, here's the guy who bought them all. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> This guy is every figure in the world. It's like it's just crazy. There's loads of people I've seen around, but if you haven't seen this link, uh, this isn't you, Jesse, is it? No. <laughs> but uh, this is Schwami Sh- Gulliver Chronicles photo on Facebook. I can't remember how famous, but uh, look at all those figures. He's got all the shock troopers. He's got. Oh my god. He, he so, literally has um, all of the shock troopers. <clears throat> if nobody can find shock troopers on the shelf, it's because this guy has bought every single one of them. Correct. No, I mean it's it, it's so, amazing. Why Hasbro... Yeah, I was just going to say, I wonder why Hasbro keep re-releasing that shock trooper well to feed this guy. <laughs> well, they obviously keep on selling. So... It must be popular. I know. See, I'm ever. Yeah, and after these last couple there's, there's of, of the Clone Wars, I'm sure they'll be more popular, too. Yeah. There's a lot of people seem to do this. They have epic collections, just hundreds of the same figure, but uh, 
you guys don't really have that kind of epic army building thing. What, even if you get kind of lots of stormies, or I mean, I've got if you count every single stormtrooper I have, and I've got you know multiple versions of them, and some with different markings and things. I've maybe got forty stormtroopers, but I mean, it's not. I mean, this guy has. I mean, crap, it's like three or four deep and at least like 12 to 15 across or something like that of just the shock trooper. And that's all this exact same figure. I mean, that's that's insane. I mean, my, my arming building leads to like four or five of the same clone trooper, and then I've got my own little squad, and that's all I really have or need. I mean, this guy's got a squad of like 30 or 40 of each clone trooper. It's insane. That is insane. I've seen uh, another reviewer, a great reviewer on YouTube, Lego Boy one two three four five six. Another one it goes. He has an army of little Lego clones, and um, he's done a couple of reviews of them. But just thousands of them, thousands and thousands. But uh, yeah, it seems that, that's. I just expect if one goes, the whole lot will go. But uh, there we go. Anything else you guys are buying or looking at or any of the news that you've got around? Jesse, anything you're kind of excited about, looking forward to, or, or you've, you've got on pre-order? Uh, not so much at the moment. Um, sort of still catching up from Christmas financially, so I've sort of been <laughs> putting collecting on the back burner for the moment. But, um, yeah, it's just not a great deal at the moment. Um, kind of looking forward to Oz Comic Con coming up this month here in Adelaide, so I'm looking forward to heading out to that. Hopefully it's not as chaotic as it was last year. Uh, last year, I think we lined up for nearly two hours just to get in the door. Um, it was it was insane. We had like 20,000 through the doors on that weekend last year, so hopefully it's a little bit more organised this year, but we'll see. So do you, anything turning up in your stores at all? Because mine is empty here. Anything you're seeing on pegs? No, it's, sounds like it's the same Australia-wide. I mean, I, I keep in touch with uh, Jamie, you know Jamie Dole. Um, I keep yep. in touch with him a fair bit, so just to see what's going up with him up in Queensland, and we sort of back and forth a little bit through Facebook, so seems like it's the same crap scattered through all our stores everywhere, so no change it's anyway. It's quite sad. It is. It's, um, and have got the new vehicles. Yeah. I've got the new vehicles in Toys R Us, like oh, yeah. the... Uh, those little miniature ones, but oh, they're like fifty bucks or something, and they've got the little class one ones with the two two characters like the Yoda and these little starfighter. They're like thirty five bucks. Wow. So, yeah. Did you did you know Toys R Us are shipping internationally? Oh, they are. Okay, I didn't know. Yes. Toys R Us dot com shipping internationally, and uh, you can buy those little the little vehicles and the clones and get two of them shipped here for the price of one. Oh, excellent! Well, I have to check that out. Right. On the West Coast here in, uh, in the U.S., it's, uh, it's the same thing. You know, we got bare shelves. I, I finally got out of the house this last week or so because I've been traveling for work. And so I was able to hit, like, Toys R Us and Target and a couple of Walmarts and things. And uh, we got tons of Qui-Gons hanging from the shelves. We got a bunch of movie Zeros hanging from the shelves. Um, <clears throat> and uh, up here in Oregon, they have a store called Fred Meyer, which has a... Two years ago, they had a really, really great selection when that Attack of the Clones uh, wave hit in the vintage, and they had yep. tons and tons of it, and they still have tons and tons of it. And not only that, but they also have tons and tons of the Phantom Menace wave. So if anybody needs a Sidious or a Darth Maul or anything like that, like hit me up in the next week, and I'll pick you up one because uh, they're still swinging from the pegs. 
Um, I was lucky enough to find a Bespin Han Solo on the pegs the other day, so I picked him up. Nice. I, I already have two of them, but I, I'd never actually seen one in the wild before, so I, I picked it up. I don't... I didn't need it. I, I probably shouldn't have. I couldn't really afford it, but at the same time, I I just picked it up. I don't know. I'm 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 just going to throw it up there for trade. If somebody needs one, I'll trade for something I might need. Uh, so yeah, like I said, if anybody needs any any of the hard to find Phantom of the Menace wave, like the Sidious, like I said, or the Darth Maul, um, they got lots of them here. So hit me up in the next couple of days, and I'll grab you one. Uh, I was at Toys R Us, and they. They don't have any of the Ewoks left, which I was kind of bummed about. I'd like to get one of those packs, the five-pack of Ewoks. Um, they didn't have any of those left, but they did have the Rebel Pilots pack, um, which I'm tempted to pick. I, I, I want one of those just for the uh, the Porkins. I still want that Porkins figure. Um, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a really good set. That's a really yeah, good set. I mean, you that's a good straight. set, and it's, you know, it, and it's still full-priced at 40 bucks here in the U.S., and... Yeah. I mean, granted, that's forty bucks for five figures, which is a it's a decent price. But at the same time, like I'm I'm so broke these days. Like dropping fifty bucks at one time is just really tough for me right now. Yeah. Um, Isn't that a Toys R Us exclusive? It is. It is. Both both those five packs were Toys R Us exclusives here in the U.S. And they did have so a couple good. of those. And they had a couple of the mini ships. Actually, that at the Fred Meyer here in the U.S. They are in Portland. Um, they did have those uh, those new battle packs with the the five hundred first Walker and the mini Republic gunship. I saw a couple of those yesterday, and if I get paid for this job I'm on before I leave Portland, I might grab those two before I head home. But if not, I'll be keeping my eyes open because those are two packs that I would like to pick up. Um, those ones are kind of cool. I would like to get another one of those walkers. I like that little mini Republic gunship. Plus the figures they come with are kind of cool. Um, you get that cool clone pilot. You get the uh, you get that weird tactical droid uh, that comes with the walker, which is kind of cool. I don't have one of those in my collection yet. I wouldn't mind having one of those. Um, but other than that, the, the shelves are bare here these days, yeah. which which is kind of cool. I mean, I I hate when I'm broke and there's and there's tons of stuff on the shelves and I can't pick up anything. So being broke and not having anything on the shelves, I feel kind of good about that because I'm not missing out. I guess I don't know. Uh, it's uh, the um, the Steve Sansweet figure. I think is uh, I've certainly seen it mostly on Dockside <laughs> for a reasonable price, but uh, also Toys R Us. I think they were doing a buy one get one fifty uh, percent off. So um, yeah, but you I can mean, maybe like, team up with some. Uh, yeah, I would have done that if they had both the Ewok and the Rebel Pilot. Excuse me. Uh, I would have done the uh, you know the buy one get one half off because then it would have been seventy five bucks and you get ten figures. I mean, that's not bad for sure. that price. Mm. Um, but I really I want that Ewok pack. I, I, I'd like to army build my Ewoks uh, a little bit. Are you going to say something there, Jesse? Did I cut you off? Um, yeah, I was actually going to ask you what whether you know anything because um with the Ewok and the Yavin pilot packs we only got the Ewok packs down here in Australia and I got that and um, I had to get a friend from the US to send me the uh, Yavin pilots but they've done that before with those sort of exclusive multi packs with the uh, Battle Over Endor pack where there was only one of them and they were sort of uh, European packaging I'm not sure why we don't get the other pack as well so well it's up it's up to the retailers and I think a lot of uh, from what I've gleaned from uh, my Hasbro contact, as I'm just saying to work on their own, I'm just going to uh, Australia Toy Fair here, uh, and I'm going to meet with one of the guys from Hasbro. So I'm going to ask some of these questions later, saying, why can't we get more of these discussions? But from what I've known in the past, uh, he's always kind of said, look, it's down to the retailers themselves. Uh, for example, Toys R Us in Australia had a bit 
of a, a, a void in terms of stock. And this is why we got the Biker Scout pack, which the UK didn't. So they were able to take that one on as exclusive. I know you and I picked that up. Yep. Um, but that's where um, the guys in the UK Toys Us said, no way, man, we're stacked up with uh, Phantom Menace. We've taken the exclusive, so they didn't get it. Hmm. So then Hasbro have to shut, uh, basically go around some of the retailers to see who'll stock it. But generally, uh, if they've targeted it to one line, like Toys R Us and others, they don't want to deviate that to something else. So oh, it's, it's really weird. It's uh, Yeah, it's retail strategy, and it kind of sucks my balls, quite frankly. But Because uh, you, you never know where you're going to get these things. And I'm so glad the, the new vehicles are going to be Amazon. Because that yeah, basically that's a, means... That's it's a cool exclusive, because then it's worldwide. Absolutely. Well, it should yeah. be. It should be. But we, we can yeah. normally buy a lot of things uh, from Amazon. So um, hopefully that's going to work. If Amazon sell it directly, then they generally can fulfill it. Uh, apart from Lego, but uh, that, that's pretty much it. So uh, yeah, great great for everybody in any country. You may have to pay yeah. a lot for shipping, but you can yeah, get four, it. So, four or five years ago, I was sort of anti-Amazon because they were really killing the brick-and-mortar stores. And maybe it is their fault that these brick and mortar stores are like, look, we just can't keep up. We can't, you know, no, we don't want this. It's not going to sell for us and things. And Amazon won, and that's why they're getting these exclusives now. And in the last few years, my opinion has changed, and I'm like, that kind of seems to be the way it's going. And, you know, whatever, you know, I, I don't care. I'm going to buy toys. That's just the way it is. I don't know. No. Well, I think a lot of it is retailers and e-tailers have to get a little bit smarter on what they do. And um, Jesse, your thoughts on it maybe would be good. But our Toys R Us uh, online store sucks. It's ridiculously overpriced. Um, and a lot of the e-tailers target over here. I mean, I, I looked last week. Uh, they had two items for Star Wars. It means Target. Uh, Kmart doesn't even really have an online store. Uh, Big W is a little better, but... They yeah. kind of they suck ass retail over here. They really do. So I'm kind of like, well, what do you expect if your if your yeah. offering is crap and your prices are crap? Bye. I'm off. So yeah. what do you think, James? Is 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 retail just crap here? Or is it just me? It seems to be. I mean, I've I've looked online at these online stores like Toys R Us Australia and um, a few other places like Target, and they just really don't have anything unless you want little cap gun crap. sort of Captain Rex yeah. gun. <laughs> That's about all they've got, or fighter pods, and um, I don't know, I tend, I tend to decide to, um, I've started shopping a lot through Big Bear Toy Store and doing all my pre-orders through there, because, I mean, yeah, the shipping stings me a little bit, but they're always going to get it in, and the figures end up being like $11, $12 each, and it just works out really well that way. And it and saves you on the gas money you're driving around looking for them. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly, but... Um, yeah, now, there's I'm nothing not. more disappointing than driving all over town and not finding anything and paying, you know, twenty, thirty bucks to fill up your tank and coming home empty-handed. Yeah. I mean, that pisses <laughs> me off more than nothing. I've spent many Sunday afternoons driving around the entirety of Adelaide, just hitting up all sorts of shopping centres, looking for figures, and just coming home empty-handed. And it's really disheartening when you can just go on eBay and say, "Click buy now," yeah. and it's in the mail for you. And yeah, and I hate those days where you spend driving around because I end up buying something stupid just because I want to come Me home too. with something. Exactly, yeah. As in this last week. <laughs> yeah, something stupid. Oh, I'm kidding, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> those are kind of cool. Know, but, uh, you know what's actually kind of cool? They, they really are. They're articulated. They're, they're $15. They're, uh, but yeah, grown man in a white turtle snow. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, oh my God. At least you're but, not buying um, my little ponies. 
Um, th- th- this is next, probably. Um, <laughs> I think we all have this bit of an addiction. I think in years to come that they're going to see, you know, those poor people who had the toy addictions in the in the early 2000s. And, because we're all itching to buy things, and yet we can't get them. It just seems nuts mm-hmm. to me. It's a... Uh, there's a gold mine for a, someone like Hasbro to just make a friggin' online store globally. Or, or at least work with your e-tailers and make them globally. Just, I don't know. Who knows? I shall ask the questions today about distribution, but, uh, uh, never mind. But I'd love to be able to buy from Hasbro directly. Sort of like what I think Mattel do it, where they have a sort of a collector sort of thing where you sign up and nice. you subscribe and they send Big you one on every figure. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the way Hasbro need to go for so the collectors can get what they want and don't have to go hunting through shops yet. Still give the people the opportunity to go to retail and try and find it. But mm. I think we've fizzled out, chaps. Unless there's anything else you've got to cover or talk about, any other news that you want to shout out? Otherwise, we'll we'll wrap up. Yeah, I'm not sure if you guys discussed it on your last show. I did listen to it, but I can't remember if you discussed it, but the cancellation of the Clone Wars line. I know, Wit, you're probably not too fussed about it, but what do you think, Fly, about the fact that that's it for Clone Wars after all the um, money invested in it? <laughs> I look over at shelf I've got over there, and it's just uh, some of the best figures I've seen in years were made in the Clone Wars line. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm looking at Embo. I'm looking at uh, the other bounty hunters with my camera. His name, Quillen Voss, the Jawas, the clones. My God, the clones we had in that line, mm. stunning ones. Um, and it's just all died out like a sad fart. It's really quite yeah. bad. Yeah. But, um, I think this is the nature of the market. I think for a long, long time they were not making money on these figures. That's kind of clear. Uh, the kind of strategies moved towards Angry Turds, Fighter Pods, crap, basically. Um, mm. So they've kind of split the way they're doing things, but I, I'm kind of gutted because they were some of the finest uh, collecting fund and moments that I had was the Clone Wars line because they were just so fresh, so original. To a certain degree, we kind of had the vintage collection and, and kind of classic-looking figures around for some time, so... Uh, they're going to keep that going. It's getting less and less, but um, quite sad. Really, quite sad. I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, I just feel there's so much more potential with that line. There's just so many undone characters, and I, I know Hasbro want to keep putting their heroes out, like Anakin and Obi Wan. They've got to keep putting those figures out, but maybe do them in their slave outfits from that um, the Cadaver arc or whatever it was, Slavers yeah. arc. Yeah, put them in those outfits. Yeah. That way, they're still getting their heroes out there, but they're different and they're new and there's something else to collect or even add on the other figures that were in the underwater arc with Ahsoka. They've just released that underwater Ahsoka. Why not do Anakin and Kit Fisto in that style and give us some of those good old bad guys like Admiral Trench and the shark dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I know. You think they would sell, but... Potential there. I just don't understand why. they they just got to market it better, I think, but oh, who knows. Yeah, it's, just, it's sad that they cancelled this wave now because this last season... <laughs> This last last two seasons, but especially this last season with the Mandalorian arc and all kinds of things. I mean, there have been so many cool figures that have come out in the Clone Wars, and to see those in action figure form would be really, really cool. I mean, I I'm not much for collecting this line, but man, if you release some of those Mandalorians or, or things like that, like I I would I would totally pick those up. I would grab those in a second. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with the support of the TV show. Uh, I'm moaning about it again, so sorry for everyone else who's listening. But yet again, over here in Australia, we have no Clone Wars on TV. Yeah, it probably has something to do with it. 
you know, they're just not getting the support. And I think we talked about this in the last episode, or maybe it was in Texas, but the, um, I think the reason why it's dying in the US is the TV show has effectively died. We believe at the moment. We don't know. But uh, overseas, these seasons, many of them are still to be shown and bought by licenses and shown and so forth. So I think that's the reason why they're still going to continue with some of the toy lines and probably clear some of the channel out by getting old figures back overseas. So that's my take on it. Uh, but uh, it just... They, they don't seem to think of this as a global thing. They keep thinking of old-fashioned traditional markets and, and Star Wars is global. I... I you know, I don't care where you come from. I could not give a shit what country you're in. Everybody likes Star Wars. Like Star Wars, the end. Mm-hmm. And why you can't buy these things overseas and, and around the world at the same time. And You know, again, now the USA aren't getting it, uh, some figures, and it's pissing people off. And it's just, why do you want to piss people off? Just make these things global. Uh, but I'm sure there's challenges and logistics to that, too. But uh, yeah. who knows? Yeah, obviously there's stuff that we're not privy to as far as, like, why. But, I mean, I, I think you bring up a good point of, like, you know, these these last couple seasons haven't been released in the U.K. They haven't been released in Australia. And I could see Hasbro looking at that and saying, these people aren't even watching the show. Why would we want to release figures to these people if they don't even know, if they're not up to date and current with it? Um, you know, that that could very well be a reason why these, show, or why these figures aren't, aren't more prevalent. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's sad to see these waves die. I, you know, I personally don't collect them, but there have been many a times, like the Embo, like Horace Singh, um, where they've created brilliant sculpts for these in the Clone Wars wave, and I I couldn't not pick them up. They're really really great figures. I agree. I agree. Some classics. A bit of a shame. <coughs> I think anything else. Like otherwise, I think we're. We're, we're through. Um, yeah, I want to. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, to the the guys over at Custom Action Figure News. They had uh, they had Fly Guy yeah. in on there uh, uh, last week. Uh, we're on their latest episode talking about Toy Fair, and uh, although uh, Chad thinks that he bored us with his GI Joe talk, uh, I actually thought it was fascinating. Um, that's a that's a line that. Uh, especially after talking with them that I've, you know, while I was in the shop this last week, I was definitely checking out to see what G.I. Joe stuff was hanging from the pegs, and, and I almost picked up a couple. Um, if I was so broke, I definitely would have picked up a couple. I saw the Lady J on the pegs, and uh, she looked pretty cool. Um, you know, I definitely thought of, like, customizing her into a Leia or something like that, and, uh, you know, some sort of combat uh, uh, outfit. And uh, so, yeah, I want to give those guys custom action figure news from imperialshipyards.net. Uh, definitely go and check them out. Um, and thanks again for having us on there. That was fun. It was fun. It was a really good show. It was uh, really interesting. To, I mean, these guys are custom fanatics. They're fantastic at it. But, uh, yes, there's lots of cool G.I. Joe's coming up. It's going to be an expensive year for G.I. Joe, that's for sure. But um, Yeah. What about you, Jesse? Are you a G.I. Joe fan? No, I'm not. Um, you know? Yeah. We, we just I don't, like, I don't see them in stores down here, so I don't know. It's just something that's always bypassed me. So might be my yeah. age generation. I don't know. Cool. Hmm. Well, uh, that's us for this uh, show. Thank you for joining. Last thing we've seen some viewers join uh, on the uh, live stream of it, so thank you for doing that. Uh, and. Um, just want to say we'll get the uh, audio version of this. I'll aim to get the audio version out in the next few days. It does always take me a lot longer, but um, or us a lot longer sometimes. 
But um, we'll get that out pretty quickly, so uh, we'll post that up when that happens. But thank you to Jesse for joining. Uh, Jesse, where can people find you online? What's your channels and Instagrams and all that stuff? Um, well, YouTube is youtube.com forward slash The Forces with Jesse. You can also find me on Instagram at The Forces with Jesse, um, on Facebook.com forward slash The Forces with Jesse. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much my model. That's pretty much my um, handle everywhere. So. Um, so I am on Twitter. I am on Twitter, but I'm not very active there, so you can probably forget Twitter. No worries. <laughs> and Mr. DBSW slash R2 Whitco slash Whit Anderson, where can people find you? <laughs> um, yeah, it's R2 Whitco, R2 W I T C O on uh, Instagram, Flickr, and YouTube. Uh, Distracted by Star Wars on Facebook, and of course DBSW.net. Cool. And you'll find me at flyguy.net. Everything's linked, and you get all sorts of links to all these channels. These guys are on too, on there too. Just quick show. Just thanks to a brand new uh, editor up in Brisbane uh, who's joined us. Uh, he's called Stephen Scott, uh, my clone brother up there. Thanks for joining us on flyguy.net, and also to our uh, recent USA uh, East Coast editor uh, GL Johnson. Thank you for joining, buddy. And we'll get you guys both on our podcast hopefully soon. And that's us. So I'm off to watch the Clone Wars and apparently cry, according to these guys. And um, yeah, get your tissues. Get your tissues, and uh, we'll see you for boring conversation. Anyway, episode forty-seven coming up in the next few weeks. So thanks for me, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you, guys. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. Station anyway.